0: All right, part two. I'm like a glass into this bourbon and feeling woozy because we're day drinking. Let's stop talking about business and start talking about TCM. This is part two of the discussion with Patrick. Here we switch from talking to business to talking more about actual Chinese medicine and some of our unusual theories about the medicine. And we also get into dry needling and if that's going to destroy our profession. But at this point, I was pretty tipsy from all the bourbon, so I hope this footage is still usable, but... Enjoy. Do you have any weird Chinese medicine theories like unconventional things?
1: Uh, I feel like I do, but you're going to have to drag them out of me. Okay.
0: So I guess let me start out with like where this came from is basically I was getting a lot of questions about the order of the six channels because the way it's way it's taught in acupuncture and the way it's taught in herbs is different. So in acupuncture, we're talking about the physiological depth of the channels Taiyang, Shaoyang, Yangming, Taiyin, Shaoyin, Jueyin. But in herbs, we say it differently. But that's just because instead of talking about physiological depth, we're talking about the order in which cold damage penetrates the sixth level. So there, it's Taiyang, Yangming, Shaoyang, Taiyin, Shaoyin, Jueyin. And so that created a lot of confusion. It turns out both of them are written down in the Neijing. But then I went and started looking at matcha Oh, God. And he has a book where he says that the, the yin channels, it's Ta-yin, Jue-yin, yin And he has Jue-yin as the pivot and Shao-yin as the terminal channel. And I couldn't figure out why he was doing this. And eventually, like, I started Googling and I found a blog post where he explained why he thought this way. And basically, it was like, I know that the Neijing literally says it this way. <laughs> But I had a feeling. But but in my opinion, Jue Yin is actually the pivot. And then he actually gave gave some arguments as to why he thought that. And I was like, I don't really agree with any of these. And it kind of made me angry because I was like, I have really weird opinions about the classics and about Chinese medicine. But I don't actually publish them in textbooks that go right, out right. to like <laughs> – Yeah, exactly. That, it's that, less
1: dangerous. That are
0: used by the entire Western world. So, so then I started thinking about like what are some of the weird opinions I have about – uh, TCM and I didn't know if you have some of those or if not I'll share with you some of mine and you can please. You can critique begin
1: them. sharing and let me so the so the one you brought up I think is already super interesting and I th- I think that there's a lot there. You you know I'm in that school of thought where you cannot apply herbal theory to acupuncture theory. I, that for me is like it's separation of church and state. Oh, that's interesting.
0: Is is that like a zongfu versus channels or is that Yeah, like yeah, a, right. Okay. So
1: I'm like a like when it comes to acupuncture, I have like acupuncture mind and that's like really channel theory kind of thing and then it is completely separated for like there is, In my mind, there is no guager acupuncture point kind of situation. And I can see where the the channel differentiation that you have to do with uh, herbs, it should be completely different. Uh, my Like my analogy for this is like, you know, lemon juice is acidic, but it has an alkalizing effect on the body. Okay, yeah. and, and I feel like when you drink the herbs, right, when you put the herbs in your body – the herb has a, a nature in the universe outside mm-hmm. of you, but it obviously does something when it's inside of you. And maybe we have to change the approach of the channel theory for that. I, like I can get behind that idea. Yeah.
0: So with the six levels, it's like I, – I, I actually had to look into this because it's actually stated both ways in the Neijing where right. there's one part where it's talking about presumably about the channels where it says like Ta Yang opens to the exterior, Yangming. Ming closes to the interior and xiaoyang is the pivot or really it sure. says it says something about like uh taiyang is the door and uh yangming is the door leaf or the part that it closes on and xiaoyang is like the hint. It, it's really weird but we interpret it as right. taiyang opens to the exterior Xiao Yang is the pivot between and yangming uh opens to the interior but then when it talks about cold damage First of all it's interesting because the ti- the the chapter is actually talking about diseases due to heat and that's kind of, and it's kind of like Heat turns into cold, and then you have this cold right. damage. But then it says, like, on the first day, on the first day of cold damage, Tai yang is affected. It lists some symptoms. On the second day of cold damage, uh, Yang Ming is affected. And on the third day of cold damage, Xiao Yang is affected. So it has this day one, day two, day three. Right, and the so penetration. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of like the difference between what's the physiological depth of the channels versus what's the order in which cold damage Right. penetrates so, the So levels. I think this
1: is something that like I don't hear people talk about where it's like, you know, when you read the Neijing or like the Bible. Yeah. It so the Neijing is telling you how we're the organism. It's telling you how the organism lives. Right. It's like, oh the Tai Yang is the the when the wind blows around the mountain, the, the Tai Yang gets it, right? But that does not mean when you treat that you treat the tai Yang kind of thing, like where there's a there's maybe a different order of operations mm. when you are using the body as a third party energetically than what it, how it is described as just an organism uh, living. Like the the naging for me is like most of it is very National Geographic, right? You've got David Attenborough sitting there and he's yeah. like, this is how the cold moves around. It goes from point A to point B. But then you have to take into consideration uh, timing and the penetration level uh, when you're treating the person you might do it in a reverse order or you might go to that pivot thing this is like why uh, maybe like if you ha- you see those books and they're like oh uh, stage one wind attack gui tong and it includes san jiao five and it's like the fuck four and it's like oh well, maybe you actually have to start from the pivot to push it out a specific way
0: so do you have a theory on why why those two are different no, why that- is it when we, when we read wang ju yi he says it one way but when we read shang han Lun, it's another way
1: Oh, so I, like, literally, I think this is just, like, the people describing it or describing it their way. Like, I, I and I think, like, uh, like, maybe is one more right than the other? Sure. But is it, like, is the whole process of this refining it through the millennia? Yeah.
0: Because it's interesting, because, like, when you, even when you talk about Shang Han Loon's six levels, it says that, like, when you think about a principal pattern diagnosis, Tai Yang is an exterior condition, Yang Ming is an interior condition, and Xiaoyang is half interior, half exterior. So it's like, right. why is the half exterior? Why does it half, come, yeah. yeah, why does it come third? And so when I was like trying to look this up, I like came across this weird thing that when it talks about like day one, day two, day three, it says on the first day, Yang is affected. And then some commentators say, oh, Yang governs the exterior. So that's why it's hit on the first day. And then it says, on the second day, Yang Ming is affected because Yang Ming governs the flesh. Sure. And it's like, okay, so it goes from the exterior to the flesh. And then in this Unchul translation, it says, on the third day, Shaoyang is affected. And his translation, he says, the Shaoyang governs the gallbladder. But then he has a footnote that says, there are certain editions of the Neijing where it says, this is is written, because the Shaoyang affects the bones. And this is a little bit weird because normally you say that the kidney governs the bones, but there are other passages in the Ling Shu where it says the Shaoyang affects diseases of the bone. Sure. And like if the bones dot or needle the pivot and things like that. Right. So what I kind of started thinking of is this isn't actually penetration through the channels. It's actually – cold pathogen is going from the exterior, like the level of the skin and the body hair. Then on the second day, it goes to the level of the flesh. flesh, Then on the third day, it goes to the level of the bone. And it's just that those channels are associated with those tissues.
1: Yeah, like a bullet instead of cold.
0: Yeah. So that was a thought I had. But I was also like, I would not publish this as fact in a textbook. Yeah, right. I would a, be
1: careful publishing that. This,
0: this is just like a weird theory I had reading those things. I don't know. What yeah, do you think about that?
1: Well, so personally, the way that I think about it is like, to me, the Shaoyang, I try to get away from the idea that it's like a gallbladder, an organ, or like even the meridian. Yeah. The, to me, Shaoyang, and especially like tr- trying to treat Shaoyang syndrome is what kind of gave me this idea. Is like, it seems like you know we we think that source chi must move through the through the shaoyang right through the sanjiao and so if the source chi which is created in wherever can get to every source point right so we've already s- there's already an infrastructure in our mind that, uh, or in our body that is uh, bigger than the Sanjiao meridian, yeah. right? So we know the Sanjiao meridian; it's this line, right? Yeah. But if if the if the kidneys or whoever can make the source qi and then the qi via the shall the Sanjiao can get to every source point, there must be this network, right? That we don't needle, that we don't maybe we don't have like a physical needle that can get a hold of it.
0: Oh, so so like there's some irrigation dishes that we can't there's access some, with needles. So
1: yeah. right. So, like, the the meridians that we learn, that we treat, that the points are on, uh, maybe those are, like, the ones that can be interacted with within our uh, dimension. I don't know the word for it. But, like, I can stick a needle in my arm and I can hit the large intestine point, right? But maybe just, like, uh, spitball in here, that there's some infrastructure in there that, like, is uh, more as like uh, energetic, spiritual, whatever. So, to me, the Shaoyang the as a whole, so the gallbladder and the Sanjiao, is kind of like the uh, ventilation system in your body right it's like the hvac okay and so it goes everywhere regardless right it like literally passes through every room in your house through every structure and we see the vents we know they're there right and when it's hot outside it cools and when it's cold outside it heats this kind of thing right and to me that's what the gallbladder does the gallbladder and the sanjiao those those are its functions and so maybe when i read those passages from the the way i interpret it is uh so cold hits the exterior it begins to sink and then that cold the shiitake, the pathogen, yeah, the evil, can then, qi. yeah, right. It can disseminate to other areas of the body that don't necessarily make sense because it can take advantage of that that infrastructure that we don't necessarily.
0: Oh, you know, so named. so it's not just like penetrating through the levels; it like accesses a distribution network that it can go right. to different places. That, that, that are that's not, just the way yeah.
1: that I yeah. That's the way I think about it, and that's the way that it makes sense to me when we think about people with like uh, early stages or even late stages, and you're using intermediate meridians to take care of.
0: All right. So, spoiler alert. I haven't eaten a lot today, so I'm I'm uh am pretty tipsy. He's gonna
1: start slurring, ladies and gentlemen. I'm
0: pretty tipsy at this point, so if I stop making sense, that's why. Um That's the thing, I went to symposium and I had to like explain that I have a podcast and I'd have to be like, you know that podcast geological? This is like the opposite of that. Like we are not being professional at all. So <laughs> Thank fucking God. I love this podcast, by the way, but like we need an unprofessional. Yeah. Work. So, th- so this is the very unprofessional podcast where we're drink. Are you on bourbon right now? Are you still on scotch?
1: No, I'm on president's choice. I'm on my like, glass too. And oh yeah. You're on the old forester. In. Okay. Yeah.
0: So I feel like this might've been you at school that said like there's in the Neijing where we're in uh chapter eight of the Suan when it talks about the different government offices, it says the Sanjiao. um, holds the office of the sluices or the irrigation ditches, and it governs water, like water regulation. And I feel like it might have been you who said, like, that's not literally water. It doesn't actually regulate fluids. It's just that this is a metaphor for qi. Like a lot of times when we talk about qi, we talk about the jingbu are like rivers or seas. And so when it says the sanjiao governs those water passages, it's actually talking about governing source qi, not literal fluids. Right. Is that you? Do you still agree with that?
1: Yeah, that's one that I still agree with. Of the many things that I said during school that I've changed in my mind, that's one where I'm like, so I think when we're young in this medicine, we're very uh, we're looking for very tangible ideas to hold on to, and I I still to this day I don't believe that Sanja commands water. But I would say that the way that a dam commands water, that's the way the Sanjiao does it. So you can you can, so like if if you think for instance, uh, Fulio, what is it, kidney seven, uh, yeah, kidney, kidney seven, seven,
0: yeah, yeah, uh, uh, kidney seven. The name is Fulio, uh, returning Fulio. current. So it's like Perfect. trying to find kidney yang to steam the fluids yeah. back up to the so, kidney. So yeah, so
1: that's one where I'm like, you're using the infrastructure of the kidney meridian that that's that chi that heat. I think you're like, you see water in a place and you're like, no, not in my house. And you want to send it somewhere that that point actually does that thing, right? Or the
0: kidney, yeah.
1: the Shaoyan, that can command water. When I think of the way San Zhao commands water from the exterior, it does look like it. Like if we have people with edema or water in the wrong place, this is something that we can use. Um, but I but I think it's it's utilizing the infrastructure, the the bed of the river instead of the water itself.
0: Mm, So is that like by regulating source chi, it's able to regulate the water? Right. So I
1: think, I think it's like if you can command one to move, you open what was blocked or you can, or maybe it just like follows it, this kind of thing.
0: And I feel like that's kind of hard to parse out because it's like, we have points on the Sanjiao channel, but when it comes to the three, three yang channels on the arm, right? Those channels are actually not related to the organ, so it's it's kind of like you at could all. look you could look at the Sanjiao channel and be like, there's not a whole lot of regulating water here. Maybe Sanjiao five or Sanjiao six. There's not a whole lot of regulating water here, right? But it's also like. None of the org, none of the channels on the arm actually yeah, regulate their organs, so it's hard to tell. And that's part of
1: my argument. It's like it's, <clears throat> you know, uh, like I don't want to blame white people, but it's white people who like named them the the organ name. Like I know this is large intestine because like yeah, uh, the colonizers. And so I think that this is why it's important to really try to extrapolate the ideas, like the hand yang ming. So right? like like and the difference between the functions. channels and
0: the organs. Sure. Right. And that's I I feel like that was one of the the Disagreements I had with Machioto when he was talking about these six channels. He's like, I think when it when it said this in the Neijing, it was actually talking about the organs, not the channels. Like, no, when it says shout, when it says hand Shao it's talking about the channel. Like, you don't refer to the organs right. as Xiaoyang. Yang. So,
1: am like large intestine eleven never makes me shit my pants, but stomach thirty seven makes me shit my pants. Like this kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and that's an interesting like like actually when you read in Deadman, he will he will straight up say there are no points on the large intestine intestine channel right. that treat constipation if you want to treat constipation you got to use stomach 25 or stomach 37 there are actually there are actually no points on the channel that treat the organ and then
1: they go back to the drawing and they're like and we're gonna add a little divergent yeah we're just gonna add a little tract in there
0: spleen 21 on the xiaoyang channel god speaking damn of it this is
1: this is one that i would have fucking changed so <clears throat> yes it is true i like i uh, i do not think Maybe even still to this day, and maybe it's just the rebel in me. I still don't know that I. I, I believe the reason that spleen twenty one is on the spleen channel is literally because uh, you can feel excess chi in the spleen pulse and deficient chi in the heart pulse, and you can needle spleen twenty one and you can change that. Oh, you're talking but about like ch-
0: like clearing a block between the channels yeah, and like, the lung, like, like, I'll, spleen I'll, heart, spleen, heart, yeah.
1: I'll buy it for that. But I think it's very interesting. Uh, I'm still argumentative that the spleen governs the limbs, but I'm like not saying that I'm right here. Like I, I know that I'm wrong. It just upsets
0: me. Like it would be really convenient. Like if you just looked at the drawing, it would, it would be really convenient <laughs> if it went from like spleen 20 yeah. to lung one, it would be like, right. it would make so much more sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and they knew more than me cause they like, you know, 10,000 years ago, they were like meditating and shit and felt this and, I know that they're right. This is just me being angry. So I'll I'll concede on that one.
0: Speaking of clearing blocks, this is one that came up recently because I was looking at um, J.R. Worsley's entry exit points. And I was previously not aware that this was just a J.R. Worsley thing. Yeah. But I was like looking at channel pathways and the the way they're described in the Ling Shu. And they do not actually – match up with the entry exit points that we learned in school. Like like when you no. talk about um I think he says that it goes lung seven to L I four, but in the Ling Shu it actually says lung seven right. to L I one. Or the the big one was going from SI S I to U B, yeah. that it's actually S I eighteen. There's a branch that goes to U B one, but they have the entry exit points as SI nineteen to to you, so
1: my argument for this is actually, like, although I don't want to agree with Worsley whatsoever, like this is one where I'll give him like, I, it gets clinical results. So I like, I can't argue it too much. The way that my mind makes sense of this is, again, you, there must be a network that we cannot access with needling Mm -hmm. right that we 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 can't get a hold of in like our dimension or whatever and i believe that those so sensitive energetic people in ancient times defined this and i bet they're correct and maybe the way that we just influence it are those points like if we already believe in distal needling, right, for some like if the if the ankle's gonna make my neck feel better, then like going back one point to clear the block, like I'm I'm fine with
0: it. Yeah, because that, that was the only thing I could think of is that like when you look at the diagrams, like the diagrams in Deadman are based off of what's written in the ling Shu. When you look at the diagram, it looks like you would go SI eighteen to UB1, but right. when you when you do J.R. Worsley clearing blocks, it's SI nineteen. And the only thing I can think of is clinically it works. If there's no, but, if there's no logic behind it, like at least empirically, like you can take the pulse, you can needle the sure. points and the pulse changes. That's what matters. Like whether. And, you, like,
1: and more times than not, I've like felt that block and done UB2 and it clears it. Yeah. And so I'm like, there. you know, when, when, when man tries to say that we understand it, I think that's where the actual issue is. But for some reason where like the thing that makes me happy is like, I'm getting a tangible reproducible thing that i can identify and then it leads me logically to a conclusion and that there's a good outcome for so i'm i'm like extremely happy for that but it doesn't
0: mean that i understand it yeah because i feel like that's even the thing when you talk about like when they say CVGV blocks it's like sometimes like i don't feel like needling ren one i'm just going to needle ren two sure and it still works so right Yeah,
1: I would say that there's a massive, like, 99% of this medicine where I'm like, I don't fucking know what's going on. I can't tell you. I don't feel shit. I don't have understanding of. But uh, there's clinically reproducible things that make people happy.
0: And I guess what's your feeling on that about it's like, should there always be a theoretical explanation? Or is it okay to just be like, it fucking works in clinic. It's an empirical point. Let's just go with that. Like, does it need to have a theory?
1: I like, unfortunately, I don't think you can argue it. It, it's like for my pretentiousness, I have the level that I think that I understand things and they make sense to me. And I like, I, I, I like those a lot. Like that's really positive to me. But to some extent, like some dumb motherfucker is going to needle spleen six and liver cheese going to move by accident and it's just going to make them look good. And that's actually great because the patient gets better.
0: Yeah, I guess in my academic mind it should be like the theory comes first and we base our clinical treatments off of that. But in right. the real real world what actually happens is people did clinical treatments and based on those results they developed the theory. Right. Oh shit, I thought of something and now I, and then I just forgot it.
1: I like this fun theory talk though. Nobody. This is good stuff. Shit,
0: I oh there was something I thought of like 20 seconds ago. I should I should have written it down. Um do you think the liver is on the left or the liver is on the right? Uh, Like the
1: physical liver?
0: Physical or energetic?
1: I think the physical liver is on the right. I think you have two meridians. I don't think there's a spiritual liver on the left, but I think that your left meridian can have a problem, and I don't know if you needle the right side to fix that. So I just needle both.
0: Are you buzzing or is that it's, me? It's me. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, okay. It was like,
1: what's going on here? hang on i'm I'm on a podcast and I can't hear you, so I'll call you back in a little bit. It's Robert,
0: oh shit, if somebody has a peg leg, could you needle their peg leg and energetically it would still work
1: uh you've had people on this podcast that I seriously think would needle the peg leg I like me no <laughs> but <laughs> I can see some people doing some woo-woo on it, and they're, like, really thinking something's going to happen. And, you know, maybe I'm just dumb and not spiritual enough, but I'm not doing woo-woo on the peg.
0: Um, I feel like there was a Dr. House episode about that, but um, but I feel like... There's a lot of Japanese people who are like, oh, we palpate the liver on the left. And there are actually classical things about that where like in the Nanjing, it does say like if there's a problem in the liver, you can feel tenderness to the left of the umbilicus. Sometimes when we talk about like Chai Hu versus Sheng Ma, it will say like the liver rises on the left, whereas the spleen rises on the right. And I've always kind of thought that like, whose left are we talking about? When we say the liver is on the left... (laughs) Do we mean the patient's left, or do we mean that like if you're sta- if you're if you have a patient on the table and you're standing over them, it's like my left is your right.
1: <laughs> I want you to I want you to really concentrate on their non physical liver side and then and slowly give them sheng ma, just like <laughs> dropper by
0: dropper, and see what happens. Because it's like if you think about the five elements, instead of like going along the Shung cycle, if sure. you think about it in terms of the four directions, where earth is in the middle. Yeah. Uh fire is above because you know, in, in China they when they drew their maps, south was at the, the top. The sage yeah. faces south. The sage faces yeah. south. So it's like fire is above and water is below the north and south. And it's like if you were li- like, say you are lying flat on your back on the ground with your heart facing south and your kidney facing north, then it's like your liver would be on the east. So which I is my I- right. But your I think left. That you
1: left. I think you answered your question is when in school they say in the anatomical position. And whenever you read anything in Chinese medicine, you have to take into context that it's in the sage position.
0: <laughs> the position of the sage. Because I like tried to come up with that argument, but then I was like, well, if you're lying like face down, and then it's the then east and west are reversed for right and left. So I don't know if that actually makes sense. But I didn't know if you ever think about like is the liver on the left or is the liver on the right?
1: Yeah, I think you just treat them both.
0: Is that is abdominal palpation actually a thing?
1: I think it is, yeah. It's not a thing that I do or anything that I know about, but uh, I think that that's legitimately a thing. I think this is like... Uh, you know, I was like quasi in art school at one point in my life. And it's like, you do a whole bunch of art classes to figure out which media you're like most romanticized with. And you have like painters and sculptors and people that want to like piss on gold urinals. And, uh, this is what that is, right? You have the people that like really look at the tongue. They're like really focused on the tongue. And then the pulse people and the abdomen people. Who was the urinal guy? Was
0: that Duchamp? There was some what guy, was Duchamp, yeah, who yeah. signed yeah. his I name on And all.
1: I cannot stand Duchamp for that exact reason. It's a, it's a. He's just making fun of humanity as a whole.
0: It, it's like he was like a professional troll and called it art. He was a troll. <laughs> he, he should be renamed Duchamp. Speaking of right and left and the liver, this was uh, uh, I was talking to Zach. Are
1: you so obsessed with the liver because you're such a liver? Is that the deal here?
0: No, Japanese people <laughs> have have very specifically told me I have a lung constitution, so. I'm a lung person, not a liver. It's because you
1: have (laughs) hair, right? You have hair. Because I have body
0: hair. So is everybody from Persia a metal constitution because they have the body hair?
1: I think there's like an equal distribution of the unequal distribution of elements equally distributed.
0: Is everybody in California a fire constitution because they live next to the sun, whereas everybody in Kentucky is is an earth constitution because they drink bourbon and eat Kentucky fried chicken? No. And live in a damp environment.
1: I think it's like we see a lot of earth people because they care and they marry a lot of wood people. So they send them in and we don't see a lot of water people because they're scared. And we don't see a lot of fire people because they're either or we see a lot because they're either too rich or we don't see a lot of them because they're too poor. I mean, I think there's a philosophical reason behind all that.
0: So I was talking to Zach Louis. Yeah. And um, because I I was making some point about how um, if you want to like troll your teachers, like if you're in school and you want to troll your clinical supervisor, ask them what's what's the difference between a thin pulse and a thready pulse? Because I've had this happen before where like somebody asked – Uh, a teacher. Yeah, I
1: know. Yeah, I know you're talking about
0: it. Like they they asked them and she went on this like 10 minute explanation about the different, the the subtle differences between the thin and the thready pulse. And I was like, no, they're actually just different translations of shi mai. Like they're the exact same pulse. It's just different books translate them differently. So I was talking to Zach and he said, yeah, one of the things I like to do to troll my students is ask them about left and right for yin and yang, which is yin and which is yang, left versus right. And according to the Taoists, left is yang and right is yin. But people get confused about that because the pulse is the opposite. That Usually we take right. the right pulse, that's the yang pulse, and we take the left pulse, that's the yin pulse. But technically it's the opposite.
1: But that's like the way the data is coming out is reversed.
0: Yeah, so it's it's kind of this interesting thing where like I feel like – I don't know if we talk about this a lot, but I feel like in the body, yin and yang are very often switched. And so that's an example of that, is that normally it's like if you are the sage facing south, then the east is the direction of the rising sun. That's yang. West is the direction of the setting sun. That's yin. So it makes sense that yang is on the left. If you're facing south, yang is on the left and yin is on the right. But then we have this this saying in the the Nanjing where – It's the right kidney that holds the Ming-Men fire and the left kidney holds the true essence. And so that's why right is yang and left is yin. And I feel like this comes up a lot where the two are switched. For example, the front of the body is yin and the back of the body is yang. But front mu points treat yang diseases like excess and heat, whereas back shu points treat yin diseases like deficiency and cold. So a lot of times it gets switched. Or if we talk about the five shoe transport points, but that's a completely different system. It's a completely different system, but <laughs> see because you're like
1: you're like you're moving from subject to subject without like the uh maybe like the divergent channel being a part of it. and so I think yeah, like I totally agree with you, but there's a lot going on there.
0: but like uh when we talk about the five shoe points, if we accept that the yuan source point is a, is part of the five shoe system, it's like on yin channels, there are five shoe transport points. But on yang channels, there are six, right? Because the yang source point is different. But even numbers are yin, and odd (laughs) numbers are yang. So it's like it's it's like the opposite.
1: You just have to remember every single rule.
0: What's every single rule?
1: You have to remember every single rule, like that six is a yang number or whatever, and the 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 left kidney is zhuogui. Like you got to remember all these things.
0: But anyway, I think this is an interesting thing where it's like yang. It's like it's almost like you can say like like Taunton would say this a lot, where it's like. You can justify anything if you make enough connections, like with the five elements in yin and yang. It's like, right. oh, yes, yeah, the opposite, because yin turns yeah. into yang and yang turns into yin. And It's you, the OG bullshit. And it's like you can go around the five elements enough times that anything is connected to anything.
1: I agree with that. Because I think like all of these things that have been written have been a clinical observation, right? And so they have to make sense of it
0: somehow. So is it they're just molding the theory to fit their clinical observations?
1: Yeah. Like a hundred percent, absolutely. No, like nobody throughout any of the era, except maybe like six people, have understood how this shit exactly works. And whenever we see something, we just make the most relevant observation for it. Look, I want to be, I want to be the Taoist that sits at the mountain and like I fucking know why the leaf falls. Like I, I want to understand it all, but I like, <clears throat> I also don't know if like the hard drive in my head can uh, like contain that type of knowledge so the fact that i can make like a headache go away that might be good enough for me at the end of the day if i can reproduce it
0: i feel like i'm too woozy to say anything else intelligent
1: oh no baby keep going you're getting better the the more you drink the (sighs) deeper you go
0: it's like i feel like i've only thrown up from drinking a limited amount of times in my life but all but one of them involved you (laughs)
1: that's the trailer for the episode That's literally, please, if you don't use that as the trailer, I will be offended.
0: I feel like this is also a thing where I have like hours and hours of podcast material recorded with you. But I just never went, I never bothered to go through and edit it because like after three hours, I was so drunk. I figured it was like not, (laughs) it was not worth publishing anyway. So I feel like we might be getting to that point.
1: I just use these as attempts to spend time with you.
0: Talked about the order of the six channels. We talked about Spleen 21.
1: I love that Xiaoyang shit you brought up. You know I'm hot for that channel.
0: Do you use the Yang channel a lot? I feel like I don't use it a whole lot other than like Sanjiao, Sanjiao 5, Sanjiao 6, maybe Sanjiao 4.
1: I mean, I use the Sanjiao. I'm going to call it Xiaoyang because I always use both. Okay, yeah. Uh I I mean I feel like I use them only when they're indicated to me, but I feel like that means multiple times a day. Like yeah, like I use it a lot. Yeah, but I I use use, like kidney a lot. I use them all. I use a. I I think that I I think that I have a wide repository of points that I use, but I definitely am one of those people where I use like only a hundred points. Like I'm not I'm not doing. I'm trying to think of a point that I never use. I, You know, I rarely use extra points. I rarely use uh, like written point. I rarely use extraordinary vessel points. I like um, I'm pretty much an antique kind of person. I bet I use every antique point daily.
0: Yeah, because that was a thing. Like I once talked to one of our five element teachers and he was kind of like most practitioners only use like 40 to 50 points. Right. Whereas, I, it, whereas I, he's I like, I I use like two hundred points. Like he's nah, he's one of those like, I I'm going to use yeah. stomach twenty two because it has this name. That's cool. But yeah, I feel like the only times I use Sanjiao points are like in combination with gallbladder points. So it's like GB thirty four Sanjiao six or GB forty Sanjiao five. I'm not sure I use a whole lot of other. Yeah. jaw points.
1: And I mean, maybe I'm wrong because that just makes sense to me, but it's like, you know, if I'm doing foot xiao yin, I'm doing arm xiao yun. Like, but I'm also doing arm tie yin. Like those are the those are the weird inconsistencies that I think are are regular for me because they work in my mind. And, and like, let me back up, let me preface that with like. I I just subscribe to the four point needle technique. So I will like I will just do that yeah. and then I will modify it with same channel you know, different differentiation. So it's like if uh if I if I feel like I need to put more than eight points needled on the person, I might add a couple more Xiaoyang Yang points, this type of thing.
0: Okay. But not like my thumb is a mere image for my nose, and there were, therefore,
1: I, there's parts of there's parts of the imaging that I like. I believe in, and it, it, maybe not even believe in. There's parts of the imaging that I can like get to work for me, and there's parts of the imaging that I I, I can't get to work for me.
0: Do you feel like the liver is overused?
1: Um, I feel like. The liver is overused in acupuncture, but I also feel like the liver is overused in our contemporary modern lives. So I, I don't know that it is like a, it's a wrong thing. <clears throat> like, I, I definitely think that there are practitioners out there who just do 10 points on every person and they see 100 people and it works for 10, and those 10. You know, five years later, they have two hundred people that love them and come and see them every week. Yeah. Like I, like I, I think that there's a there's a there's like a valuable lesson to be learned in there. Do I think it's correct? No. I like I you know, I'm pretentiously thinking that you need to diagnose in a very specific way, and you can only treat in a specific way. And if you don't, you're an idiot. But uh, obviously, there's fucking dumb acupuncturists who are making a ton more money than I am.
0: So. Or I guess, do you think four um, four gates is overused? I guess that's where I was yeah, going. Where it's no. like
1: four, four I, gates is fucking dumb. It's like yeah. I,
0: like there are certain there are certain things I like it for, especially I, if there's issues in the head. But I was yeah. as we were no, having like Sanjiao conversations, I was like, I like GB thirty four Sanjiao six or yeah, GB forty sure. Sanjiao five a lot more sure. than I like uh, Liver three Li four.
1: Yeah, I'm like. Uh, So, you know, Americans love vitamins, right? And to me, vitamins are one of these things, like, if you're missing it, you need it. And if you're not missing it, you're fucking just eating a pill and for no reason. And, yeah, so to me, there's, like, there's a time and a place for the four gates, and I, like, don't—I think that it's maybe, like, widely overused— In my personal practice, I I have 100%. So I'm a less is more person. So I definitely on the weekly run into the people where I like put in four needles or six needles. And they're like, is that it? Like, there should be 100 needles. And I'm like... I'll fucking do LI4 just to make you happy or yintang. I don't personally I don't think yintang does absolutely anything. And so I'm like it's the sao of needles, right? And so I'm like yeah, fucking here, the one between the eyes, be a unicorn. It's not going to put it this way. It's not going to interfere with the sh- the shit that I think that I've done in my hallucination.
0: Okay, if we're talking about like weird uh TCM theories mm-hmm. Tell me about your theory on Gans Gansao, and then oh, then tell here. me about your theory on Yuntong.
1: Here's here's my theory on Gansao.
0: You don't think it harmonizes?
1: So harmonization. Okay, so I like one of my major things. Uh, so that people know, I like m- part of my background is I studied classical Chinese language in relation to poetry, and. I was really lucky. I like lived in China and I was really lucky that I had a teacher who was like, you really need to take into consideration what the world was like and what life was like back then before you can even understand the vocabulary. Yeah. And so, uh, one of the things that comes with me is that when I read things like the Neijing or the Nanjing, which, you know, I'm like fucking just, I only, the Nanjing is it for me. That gives me the biggest hard on. It's a very small hard on, but it's very hard. And so, My thing is that if we're going to take into consideration this data that we're reading, we have to also have the context of the time in which it was made. And there are specific things like fresh water was rare and you might need to do antimicrobial processes. So personally for me... Sao is in every fucking formula because it's antimicrobial but does not have a direct temperature so for instance Huanglian is incredibly antimicrobial but makes a formula very cold whereas gansao has an antimicrobial property and it doesn't necessarily make you shit your brains out Might blow your head off with the uh, the high blood pressure, but maybe it's like safer to give more people. So when water was poison, I can see where they would just give everybody a specific herb. But
0: you don't think that boiling the water had that effect?
1: I think that like fires weren't consistent back then, and Mm. so that there's like there's there's like. For me, you have to, like, look in between the lines and find these subtleties, and there might be some things that don't make sense in contemporary time. Uh, we don't have to boil muli for three hours anymore because when I buy it from Mayway, it comes crushed up. Like, the rule of... Uh, when you use a flower, use more or a, li- a lighter herb, use more; a heavier herb, use less. I mean, that's density, right? Yeah. Like the, the, we we understand physics a yeah. little bit better now. And if I can crush something with a fucking machine press, I'm I might be able to utilize more of the uh, medicinal part of it. I still prescribe based on the traditional way because I also am like, I'm a fucking Neanderthal. I might be getting this wrong. But that's my personal opinion. So, yeah, if, if I write a prescription for you, it, it will not include Gonçal. And that might be because I'm a hipster.
0: Because I feel like that's the thing that Zach would talk about, too, is like, you have to think of this as like, like is this written from a Taoist point of view or a Confucian point of view? Right. or like That's like, a
1: huge, yeah, that's a huge like thing. Like, what,
0: what metaphors are we using at the time? Um, do you think that the Nanjing is superior to the Nejing?
1: I think that if you want to have a working understanding of the medicine, at least to achieve clinical relevance, you have to understand, or at least like you have to go through both of them. But personally, I think that I'm a poster child for the Nanjing.
0: I'm not sure about this, but this might've been like in the introduction of the Unshul translation where he's like... The Nanjing was kind of like the rough draft. It's like when they didn't quite know what was going on with Chinese medicine, so they just wrote the Nanjing. By the time they got to the Nanjing, it's like they knew what was going on, like because it was because it's like the the final draft. So if there's any if there's ever any like a disconnect between the two, you should go with the Nanjing. So
1: like uh, Marvel, like I love Marvel. Love me a comic book movie. Uh, The Neijing for me is like early Iron Man movies where everything was really good because they had no budget. But then the Nanjing came in and it kind of like they had – like so it was a government edict, right? And so they were like, no, we have money and we want to really make this shit good. And so that was where you have like Thanos and all that whole part where we're getting money, we're getting the Russo brothers, everything's like fucking great. And then maybe the Taiping era – uh, was when they went to hell with like Loki and you know all the, all the contemporary stuff.
0: So, what about Yin Tong? I like, I don't know if Yin Tong does anything, but I feel like it's something you it's really easy to tell your patients, like, oh yeah, we're opening your third eye. I'm it's gonna, it's gonna be I'm good for really you. You're really angry at a lot of points, uh, and it's- <laughs> you're, you're angry at points. Tell me more about this.
1: I'm angry at contemporary modern society and some points. So like I have the uh, people that come in and they're like, I was on a cruise and I was nauseous and they did pericardium six and my nausea went away. Can you do this? And I'm like, yeah, but the, the diagnosis is different. So there's some points where I'm like, large intestine four, it ain't gonna do every headache. And if you want the medicine to be effective, you actually have to like hit the point that's indicated. Like that turns out to be a thing. Like uh, it's a lock and key, and your body is uh missing a puzzle piece, and you have to actually figure out which puzzle piece that is. And if you don't, you're gonna end up doing 10 fucking needles or more that don't do a goddamn thing. Uh so yin tong is one for me where I'm like so skeptical of the benefit of it because i'm like everybody that i do it to tells me that they just loved it and they were relaxed but i'm like you were on a heated table and i was playing duder like you were gonna be relaxed i'm i'm just extremely skeptical of it and mm, i i have trouble with points that aren't on channels and it's on the ren channel that's fine but it's not indicated as a Ren point so
0: Well, I was going to say that's interesting because I've had like some people who really love yintang and some people really hate yintang. They're like, it gives me a headache. But also it's like that's why I don't really – I'm not really into auricular because it's like – it's not on a channel. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to think about this because it's not on a channel. Every
1: Yeah. Every, everybody else in our practice does auricular and everybody loves it. And the patients, the patients get legitimate, great results. And I'm not going to say I've done nada and people get real phenomenal. I'm like currently doing it and people get great results, but I'm like, my mind can't wrap itself around it. If it's not on a channel with some type of theory behind it. So Maybe it just. This is practitioner preference, and it just makes me angry. And it's because I'm a little man.
0: What other points make you angry? Are there any herbs that make you angry, or any herbs that make you excited?
1: Um, herbs. Are that you make are you like
0: sumu? Nobody uses sumu enough. I need to. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: use sumu today. I literally fucking filled sumu today. Um. Herbs that make me angry. I think herbs that make me angry are like when liver people just use liver herbs on people that don't necessarily indicate for liver patterns, but then they still get great results and it pisses me off. I'm looking at Karen. She just prescribes everybody a version of xiao, Yao-san. She like takes San and modifies it. It's like Yo-san plus tong, but she gets great fucking results with it. It just makes me so angry.
0: Okay, so like a formula that makes me angry is hashtag control issues is <laughs> shurshwan dabutong. <gasps> like I feel like that's a. F- of
1: course you're
0: gonna tonify
1: when it's all those herbs. It's
0: it's like I feel like that's the formula you use when like you're dumb. At, you don't know. And what, you yeah. don't know what else to do.
1: You have no fucking clue. Yeah, use that.
0: And then I used it and it worked and I was so angry ah! that it worked. Like the like, You know, I made I made one of these formulas that I hate so much. Like the skinny woman got pregnant off of Shirichuan Dabutang, uh, and it made me so angry.
1: See, that's what I that's when I tell people, even an idiot can move chi, right? It's like you accidentally tipped her over the edge. Uh, yeah, I like totally wrote the for like wrote a formula that I filled for a lot of people, and I fucking just hate it now. God, it's a so like when I uh, toyed with the idea of getting the doctorate, which I like went to the first weekend of, and then I was like, "Fuck all you." Well, all. I
0: feel like you are the one who are who is like, "I'm just going to give shooty Huang and Huang Qi to everybody." Yeah, that's <laughs> the
1: one. That's a, that's the fucking one.
0: Because <laughs> you're like, "Oh, it tonifies qi, tonifies blood, must be good for something."
1: So I, so I like went to the first weekend of the doctoral thing, and I was like, "This is just for letters after your name," and I'm so above this. I'm never going back. But they. Prepped you with you're gonna have to do a what a capstone like a research thing to defend, and so I went to Tantan Tan and I was like, "What's the most arcane, crazy herb book? Uh, so insane that nobody would ever translate it." And he gave it to me, and I translated it, and it was essentially this this hipster back in the 200s AD making fun of uh, Zhang Junjing, and he essentially defined. He never wrote the formula, but he defined like, uh, of course, Gui Pitong going to work because it has this, this, and this. And of course, Tian Wang Bu Xindan is going to work because it has this, this, and this. And so I was working with a person with diabetes. And so I like b- built this formula based on his principles, right? So this yeah. was not me making this formula. It was like, I just extrapolated the data that he put out, came up with this formula and fuck it nails the shit out of an A1C. I I won't say to people that it treats diabetes, but it'll fucking fucking roll an A1C down, right? And to me, what happens is... uh if somebody's like maybe their metabolic activity is in trouble, then their body can't govern a bunch of other things, right? Like you have a limited amount of energy and your body is spending so much resource on maybe trying to treat your own diabetes that uh, your foot gets a neuropathy or your eyes stop working or you're tired all the time. Right. And so i I made this kind of like blanket a one C formula out of this stuff. And I was so sick and tired. I'm in Kentucky. It's a bunch yeah. of fat. People. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so sick and tired of hearing people that come in to me, like, I got diabetes. And so I, like, started, like, blind describing it, and everybody got fucking better. And I'm like, God damn it. It's it's literally just these fucking two fucking herbs just making everybody better. So that one just pisses me off. And, yes, if anybody emails me, I'll just send you the formula. It's great for A1C. It just rocks its fucking world.
0: I really got a PL. I'll be right back. I have a great one uh formulas that make you angry uh what do you think about uh gan maoling and Xiang susan
1: yeah. so when you say gan maoling you mean pills
0: yeah i feel like because i've heard a lot of people say like oh i just give gan maoling because that's what they give in china and like do do chinese doctors give it in china or is that just like your grandma in china who knows right. nothing about Chinese medicine prescribes no, this
1: like and I've all I got a thick PhD in China they don't only prescribe Ling.
0: and I feel like there's no standard ganmaoling. it's just like right there's a lot of different things maybe it has acetaminophen in it maybe it doesn't maybe it's herbs right no nobody, nobody can actually tell me what's the treatment principle behind I mean that's gan-ma-ling. my largest
1: issue with the pills is like in Chengdu we went to the Manufacturer and I watch them like they're like oh yeah we use the finest quality tungarze and the finest quality baiju and then we use the finest quality diphenhydramine we just sprinkle it in there (laughs) and so I like I'm not a pro uh, China government I like love classical China let's just put it that way and I'm extremely skeptical. The, the kind of the, the, we have the like horrible capitalistic view over here, over there, they're making up for it. And so I'm like adamantly against the pills that are produced over there because you do not know what is in them. Like when I first moved out to California, I went and got sh- shui dan, like a, sleeping like a help you, help you fall asleep thing and it had a russian tranquilizer in it <laughs> because the company had built a tranquilizer like cooked it up for the russians like drugs 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 and then the russians didn't want it and so they're like oh just fucking put it in the shoyda it worked phenomenally it was it was the best sleep i've ever had in my life but it's like I'm super skeptical of the pills for that reason. The gunmalling thing, I I really believe that that's like a during flu season that might work for 20% of people. And and that's great. If you like if somebody comes in and they're like, "I got all these cold symptoms and you you give them acupuncture and send them home with some gunmalling, maybe it worked, maybe the acupuncture worked, maybe it was 50/50." Uh, if you want to prescribe that way, that's completely fine. I'm like too much of a pretentious dickhead for that. I like have to have a specific reason for the dosage and the use of exact herbs.
0: And it's kind of like when I ask people about about ganmaoling, they can never explain to me what pattern it's actually treating. Right,
1: because it's not because it's not for a pattern. It's a it's a modern it's a modern formula. Modern formulas aren't for patterns. They're for clinical observations. <clears throat> if you're practicing traditional Chinese medicine, you're like uh, you're blanket diagnosing yin qiao san but and and maybe that's okay but if you're using gan Maoling, it's like you know this is just something like in modern times we see that xyz tends up treating 30% of common cold
0: the other interesting one that came up alongside gan Maoling was um xiang su san or jia wei xiang su san where i had a i had a chinese student who was like this is what we prescribe in China. Why does nobody prescribe this? And I went through the Benski and read the commentary on it. And it was like, this formula was developed by people who thought that uh, the Shang Han Lun, it's like, we don't have this extreme cold. We don't need to have this extreme right, action right. of promoting sweating. So let's just kind of mildly release the exterior and regulate chi. And I feel like... That actually applies to most of the modern yeah, colds that right. we have, but no. A, but people are a, always like, "Oh, we should use Guajertong. tong." Like every every time somebody has a cold, let's use Guajertong. tong. It's like, why is why are people sleeping on shiatsu tong? A,
1: and there's a whole book of uh, people that told you like when you inappropriately treat with x, y, and z herbs, <laughs> yeah. this is how you fix that. <laughs> the guy who wrote the first book wrote the second book saying you people were fucking it up. <sighs>
0: Do you do, you, do you treat a lot of common colds? I guess do people even come in? I, I think
1: we treat a we treat it, I, I think we treat a ton of common colds. I would say that traditionally, I will modify Xiangsu San. I will end up like because we'll see a, a common cold with an emphasis on like uh rhinitis, like a nasal issues, and so it's like I'll do Xiangsu San and I'll like give an incredible dose of Baijiu. This type of thing.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like um, Sosan is another one that people don't know that that formula exists. And I was like, Oh,
1: uh, Gersosan is a gorgeous it's like it's, That shit's, that shit's well written. It stops
0: cough. If they have a cough, give them the stop cough powder. Like, why are you making this right. so complicated? It's so, yeah, but I think it's that so the, easy to modify to the,
1: I think that the, yeah, I think that back then the people that got the cough nowadays were getting the cough for the different reason. Like, um, I, I treat people now with common cough from, uh, uh, blood pressure medication this type of thing right or it's like they um they had the cough uh that you know they got the sequela of sickness and then they had the cough after sickness but what are all these like fucking
0: airplanes everything. going I live over.
1: next to an airport oh. i'm fucking
0: poor <laughs> i live next to an airport um but yeah i, I feel like that's the thing is like the sequela of wind of uh of a wind attack gerso on. See, see, your cat's being nice. My cat's, like, biting my fingers can right you now. you see him bothering the shit out <laughs> yeah, of me? Yeah, no, my, mine is, like, like, I need more meow mix. Give me give me my meow mix.
1: What else do I want to say about Xiang Su-san? You know, Xiang Su-san is one of those for me where it's, like, I make that comment that, like, even an idiot can move chi. I mean, that's what Xiang Su-san does. Like, it's like a, this should be your first line of defense kind of thing, but it's also a, a tiny formula, and... You, how do I say this? Like, so when I see people, especially for like chronic cough or a cough, they haven't just gotten the cough. So Xiang Susan, the native formula, it might be used for like, oh, I got the cough. We're on day three, right? Of the cough. Where a lot of the times people are like, oh, I'm coming to acupuncture because nothing else worked and it's been three months, right? Like the cough damaged some shit as it sank through all those fucking levels.
0: Um... Is dry needling gonna ru- is is dry needling going to ruin our our profession uh,
1: in my experience personal experience dry needling is only gonna make our profession better explain uh, so in the first few years of practice so I live in an area with um, you know a good amount of population to ratio acupuncturist
0: as in it's not oversaturated where you are.
1: Yeah. So I don't, I don't live in an oversaturated market, but I definitely live in a, like our city is a massive city for uh, allopathic medicine. So we have like 16 hospitals and it's a massive like medical industrial complex. So we have a huge amount of uh, PTs, both independent and in with uh, the hospitals. And so we treat or we have a lot of people that like also see uh, chiropractors that even do dry needling. So in my experience, I was adamantly against uh, dry needling years one through three as like, you know, uh, this is and not even that they're wrong. Right. But like actually that like this is actually just going to take away business from me. So my my personal understanding and this could be wrong is like. When I think about acupuncture, I think about maybe eight distinct levels of treatment and maybe the last one being treat at the source of the pain kind of thing. So like uh, if the person has a pain in their neck, you treat the distal end, right? That's like the the way we start. And then if they if you, if you fuck that up and you can't figure that out, like eight, eight treatments later, you're like needling into the muscle. And that's dry needling to me. Um, so a lot in the beginning of practice, what I was seeing – was mysteriously people coming to me and they're like, so I've seen both. I've seen uh, dry needling that saved people's lives, and that's great. Like, I'm glad that they found that person. <clears throat> but I've seen a lot of, hey, I had uh, lateral epicondylitis and I got it dry needled and I got asthma right? Yeah. Or I, I I got neck pain. And they're like, you know, I was talking to my friend, and they come and see you. And I was wondering, like, do you have any insight on this? And I'm like, it's very odd that they were treating a part of a channel that goes to where your pain is now. And maybe that's some Chinese medicine bullshit that I could like uh, snake oil pedal towards anyone. But I, I do think that there's a lot of historical text written about inappropriate treatment. So in the beginning of treating... Uh, or the beginning of business, I was like adamantly against, uh, dry needling. And now that I'm like saturated with patients and, and comfortable financially, I'm like, actually they should just like, they should treat the really easy stuff so that I don't have to. And they're going to fuck up a whole bunch of people. And then I'm going to be able to clean that mess up. And they're just actually, it's job opportunity for me. And I have never, like, I I want to hate on some PTs. I really do. I've never run into a PT that did not illustrate to their uh, patient that it is different than acupuncture. And acupuncture is a completely different thing and a completely viable thing that they should also maybe seek out. So. Uh, like, although I might not agree with what they're doing, like, so I don't hate the PTs, but maybe I hate the like medical industrial complex that was like, hey, chiropractic and acupuncture is taking away. We should like actually just invent something that does chiropractic and acupuncture and also steal their cupping and their gua sha because, you know, that's how I feel. Yeah. I'm a conspiracy theorist. Uh, but uh, – I like nowadays I'm like, fuck, fuck no, let them, let them fuck it up. Like they're either going to, they're going to take care of the low hanging fruit or they're going to fuck something up and I'm going to have to treat it. And you know, I've got more expertise. So that's great.
0: Cause that was always kind of my thought where I feel like other people are like, Oh, they're encroaching on our turf. But I'm like, I kind of feel like dry needling makes sense. Like if you have neck pain and somebody sticks needles in your neck and it makes Fucking it better, st- stick it in your neck. Let them do it, and it and it's yeah. kind of like 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 I had one student that like he was a uh, he was in the UFC. He was like he he coached MMA fighters, and he was like, I'm just here because I want to be able to treat my fighters. And I'm like. That kind of makes sense. If you want to stick needles right. in someone's butt c- to treat their sciatica, yeah. like stick needles in the butt, do you really need to like go through four years of school to learn the shanghan lun and to learn no, yeah. and to like take classes on gynecology and shit like that? If if somebody wants to like stick needles in your neck to treat headache, let them do that. Give them six weeks.
1: Like I want to be like, personally, I want to be the sage on the mountain, like with the robes and the tea and that that's me. But like, uh, there's a lot of people on the planet and a lot of people on the planet have ass pain. And if, if, if people can make their ass pain better, I'm like not upset about it. Uh, my whole argument for business, a lot of the times when I talk to prospective students or other acupuncturists is like the, the medicine it's It's kind of fucking magic. If you do even a halfway decent job, you're actually just going to make business for yourself. Like, you... Uh, Like we don't advertise, we're like the poster child for that kind of strategy and that might not be for someone in a saturated market, but like it works real well for us. I do, I'm honest and I do what I think is a really good job for somebody. They get good results. They're actually going to, they want me to stay open because we have a community here and people want to send us. So I'm like, fuck no, like, like the, the monopoly on power is a thing that we found earlier in life is, is very disproportionately based. Like we need competition. It it makes us better people. If all of a sudden I can't treat a headache, I'm going to go read a fucking book and figure out how to treat a headache.
0: And I kind of feel like if you're threatened by dry needling, like that's your own fucking fault. It's like you, it's like just in terms of running a business, like it's your job to differentiate yourself. Right. From yeah, from them. what else is going on. And it's like maybe maybe it's time that we need to like stop calling ourselves acupuncturists and start calling ourselves practitioners of traditional Chinese medicine because right. we need to differentiate ourselves from we don't just stick needles in your We're neck. It's not tr- needle people. Yeah. And right. it's like I mean Andrew Huberman I think just came out with a thing where it's like, Oh, acupuncture is good for fertility. It's like, Can you do dry needling for fertility? Well, maybe take advantage of that and like actually yeah, differentiate differentiate yourself in the market. So
1: yeah. Uh, you know, and that's a thing. And, and part of that is like the education part of it is a huge piece for me personally. And that's why I make the mistake of, uh, giving people like the patients, my cell phone number. Like while we've been talking, a lady was like, I, I treat her for spleen chew deficiency and I told her not to eat raw herbs. Right. And she's like cashews question mark. And I'm like, like this medicine is such a huge education. There's such a huge educational piece to it that like, if I really want to integrate myself into a patient's life and actually augment their biochemistry, I had better do the education part because them coming to see me once a week or once a month, like that isn't going to do it on its own. That's what dry needling is for. Like go get it in that case.
0: Yeah. I thought of something three minutes ago and now it's gone again.
1: God damn it! No, get a fucking pen and paper. I'm, yeah,
0: no, I might, I might be too drunk to to continue this anymore.
1: No, we're doing great. I'm getting belligerent. This is good. You need to do a live one where you let people call in. You gotta, you gotta do it. You gotta advertise it for
0: a month. Do you want to do a live Q and
1: want to do it with you. Yeah, like I like, I'm hard for it. Like, t- like advertise it for a month, and we'll sit down, and it's going to be a two hour thing on like a Sunday. And like give like everybody the opportunity and we'll have the face. You have the Facebook open and answer their questions.
0: Cause I, cause I might try to do a thing where um, I create like a private community. Like it's like, you got to pay $8 a month to be part of this community. And maybe that can be like a bonus feature. Like only people who I'm, pay the $8 a you're, month.
1: Like you're literally the smart one building the infrastructure of the online thing. I'm so upset that I don't have the knowledge base for it. Like, you're sitting on a gold mine, but it's a there's a time component. Like you've it's like takes so long to build it, but it's like so genius. It's so especially because
0: we're like we're fucking rowing upstream. Like it's, it's, it, is, it's like, it is it is
1: it is one hundred percent rowing upstream. But when it actually pays off, the payoff is going to be astronomical and logarithmic.
0: I lost my train of thought. What were you talking about?
1: I have no fucking clue. <sighs> This is great.
0: Yeah, but but I think it'll pay off eventually. But it like right now I'm like, why am I not selling more herb courses? And then I saw that like there are 500 people per year who take the herb national test. Like, oh, yeah, it's just like such a small market. Do you do you do CEUs yet? No, I've been kind of going back and forth on that because that was originally my plan was to get into CEUs and charge like a premium price for CEUs. No, you should
1: undercut everyone and do it in volume. I, I mean, that's my personal opinion. I, I mean, I mean,
0: I could also do that. I think it's like I have a bigger brand than everyone. It's like I have more subscribers right. than a Your, so your it's brand, like, bigger brand like than your, everyone. your
1: fucking brand is so genius because it's growing so organically is the thing.
0: But I've been kind of like going back and forth on that because it's like I could charge money for CEUs. But if I just made like like if I made an FCM one course, it could be that I could make an FCM1 course and charge $30, but because I could sell that internationally, yeah. it would make more money than selling a CEU course for $300. So I'm, I'm kind of, like, not sure what to do about that.
1: I'm lubricated now.
0: Because I, uh, I surprisingly sell a lot of herb courses to Europeans and Canadians. Really? Yeah, and, it, and it, it's like – that surprised me, but it's like it's a wider market yep. internationally, whereas That's if great. I just did CEUs, I could only sell it to – Americans. Yeah,
1: no, I'm like literally just like it's so I'm so impressed with like the the quality and everything, and I'm like, fuck, it's so good. Like I would never have time to do it, right, or the knowledge base to actually do it, but it's like so good. Oh, it's
0: so fucking frustrating. Like I spent two months making making a lung channel video.
1: The lung channel video is so good though, or like whatever whatever version I've seen on Facebook, it's so good.
0: And I guess. I guess here's another – this is more of a business question, but have you ever had to compromise be p- between what you wanted to do and what actually makes money?
1: So the, the, the problem with me is that I will always choose with what I want to do. And it will be sh- like thrust in my face why I was wrong.
0: Cause, Cause, that's the thing I was thinking about. Like, like they talk about this a lot with business things, YouTube, any kind of creative thing. It's like sometimes there's like a video that I want to make, which I think sounds really cool. Like, I made a video on inverted menses because I thought it was a, like a funny topic. Yeah, nobody actually wants to watch that. Whereas what the what the, what the market wants is show yeah. me point location for the gallbladder channel. And so I, I was sure, kind of wondering if sure, there's like yeah. uh if there's an acupuncture equivalent where you have to make some compromise between this is what I want to treat, or this is the way I want to treat versus this is what the market wants. This is what people yeah. are willing to pay for.
1: Yeah. I think, I think at the end of the day, in order to make it have a monetary value, you've got to, cause you know, people listen to these things or search for these things because they're like, the the person's got a headache. Like, what's the headache point? Like, uh, you know, and they're always going to listen to like the the bullshit, right? The uh uh the person has neuropathy, and I've been treating it this way, but this one guy said stomach forty one, right? This thing, and so I think you have to bake in your like uh, inverted minces, and I use jue mingza and and like x y z the shit that they actually want to buy. Move home to Kentucky we can build such an empire. And I actually just don't want any money. (laughs) Like, I I like, don't even want a piece of it. I just want to see it fucking work. I'm like Emperor Palpatine. I just, I just want to see it become.
0: Well, I was kind of thinking about that in terms of like, I should move. Like there's this kind of this idea of the digital nomad where it's like, I'm going to move to Thailand where the rent is like a hundred dollars a month. And then I can make money doing that. I was kind of like, that's kind of like what Kentucky is, where it's like I could move to Kentucky, that's, that's where, Kentucky where the rent yeah. is five hundred dollars a month. I'll I'll
1: tell you what I'll, I will buy a piece of property and I will like charge you whatever the fucking the flat whatever it is no, like no profit. You just come, oh, but better yet, you should do it and own the principal. <laughs> and it's so cheap, and it's like the the way that I look at oh,
0: Jesus.
1: The way that I the way that I look at the market, it's like. This is a limited time in which shit's in which going to be cheap, right? It's going to be more expensive years down the road. But uh, I'm no. Like y- you're sitting on what I would call the eve of an empire. Just just do it. wherever you are, even if you don't come here, you just do it. And it's like, the whole because I'm like, I see the brilliance of American Dragon. I see it. It's it's so yeah. fucking brilliant. And logarithmically, there's going to be more acupuncturists and more herbalists. And if you make one that ties more of the aspects together, everybody is going to search. Uh, I have a patient with sore throat. Yeah. Do I need to do lung ten? And it's like so fucking genius because it's not it's not it's not tied together because. You have a certain, but like as much as you want money, you have a certain aspect of you that wants to do the thing the right way. And that's the thing. That's it.
0: It's just going to take such a fucking long time.
1: It's so much work and so much long time. And that's the thing. But we live in the Renaissance. We just don't know it. We were at the beginning of the Renaissance, and Europe, we can be Medici's.
0: But I feel like the payoff is going to be like 10 years from now when I'm-
1: There's no payoff. Yeah, the the fucking payoff is way more than 10 years from now. But the payoff is like the, uh, like, you know, when you start investing and you're like, I want $100,000 a year. And then at some point you're like, I'm good with $40,000 a year. That's that's actually what it is. That's the payoff.
0: (laughs) I'm going to be a Chinese medicine doctor with an integrated clinic, and I'm going to help all the people. It's like- i'm gonna i'm gonna rent one room and hope and hope i can pay off my student loans (laughs) you know
1: honestly and you can put this in there i take a paycheck of 1200 dollars and every other penny that's owed to me i put into s&p 500 (laughs) index funds i really do and it's owned by the clinic i'm like that's the whole game index funds (sighs) if the market tanks i'm extremely sad but that's why i buy real estate and bonds
0: See, I feel like we're getting to the point where it's like, I'm so drunk, I'm not even gonna like review this to see if it's usable. You should
1: review it. This is good stuff. This is great stuff. All the other people are so serious and good for them. That's great. But like uh we gotta balance it with uh Captain Crazy over here. Yeah. Karen's like, Are you wasted? I'm like, I'm wasted. I'm wasted. Aurora's
0: like, he's been talking forever. Aurora had like a whole play date and it's already over that's all i got okay
1: baby let me know if we need to do go over any other part again i'm happy to do it i'm free tomorrow